The handy is the first sex toy that's ever made me feel like there's a sure thing in the bottom drawer. If you have a dick, <laughs> you need this. And we've got a new promo code, so listen up. Use code BillyValentine21 for a $15 voucher to add an accessory to your bag at thehandy.com. Hotmovies.com has long been an ethical and affordable place to hashtag pay for some of your porn. Now with Hot Movies Select, customers gain access to unlimited viewings of tens of thousands of additional films from all their favorite studios for the low, low price of $24.95. Visit HotMovies.com, click Select Unlimited, and use promo code MANHOR at checkout so they know who sent you. The Manhor Podcast is sponsored by Alt Playground. APG is more than just a place to find couples to swap with. Alt Playground is a lifestyle community for all non-monogamous and sexually adventurous people to connect and share. And you know I started a profile. Join me over at altplayground.net. That's A-L-T playground.net. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the fuck boys, to the ghost girls, and those who know better. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to the show if you're new. Welcome back if you're not. I am Billy Presida. This is my show. I got some exciting news. I am getting vaccinated tomorrow. Uh, if you are on Thursday, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, I'm getting vaccinated tomorrow. If you're listening to this after Thursday, then, you know, it's most likely uh, your your boy got a shot in the arm and we're really happy about it. Um, how, how, how to get an appointment? Oh, well, good old Zaddy Cuomo has decided that obese people should get the vaccine. And according to the BMI, I am obese. And I don't care if that's right or wrong. You know, if that's what gets me the shot in the arm, stick it in my fat flesh, Daddy Cuomo. Give me that sweet, sweet vaccine juice. I'm fucking over this. Give it to me. I don't care. Um, New York State opened up the vaccine appointments to people with like underlying conditions, a lot of really valid conditions out there, but they also included obesity. But obesity, how we how they measured it was anyone with a BMI of 30 and above. And that is a sneaky, sneaky fucking way for many New Yorkers to get a vaccine shot because the BMI is is an outdated um, equation, essentially. It's it's height and it's weight. And that's about it. <laughs> it's really not a good measurement of health. 
I was like, oh, yes, I'm, I'm fat enough for the vaccine. I was even like, oh, I should like not try to lose any weight right now because I would hate to drop underneath the threshold. <laughs> then I did some math. Turns out I could lose 30 pounds tomorrow and I'd still have a BMI of 30.3. Uh, folks, it's horseshit and they should change it after I get vaccinated. Uh, so, so long as nothing goes wrong between me recording this Tuesday night and Thursday at one fifteen, um, Ooh, feels like a fucking light at the end of the tunnel. And of course in natural, uh, you know, young person fashion, I immediately thought of like, Oh, who, who, who do I have sex with first? Um, once I build up my immunity, <laughs> Uh, but I'm not in the clear right away. I think it's like a couple weeks to really get some immunity going. And then, uh, and then I got to get another shot a week after that. And then that's the one that maybe will make me a little sick, sick, but then smooth fucking sailing. I might have to get the fuck out of New York to be honest with y'all. Uh, cause I am, I need, I need to see a different person or, or wake up in a different place. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I live in a basement in Bushwick, everybody. I, I, it's very difficult to shoot TikToks with low natural lighting. Um, you know, oh gosh, I, having said that, um, and I am a super like I'm staying away from people thing, but we all know what I have hanging in my bedroom. We don't have to go over it, but uh, I do want to say that I had the. I'm gonna. I'll tell my grandkids about this woman. I had an epic, epic lay at the glory hole, an unexpected lay at my glory hole, um, about a week or, or so ago. And uh, my mind is just fucking blown over it. And it's, it's quite the story. And I am going to share that story, uh, in a bonus episode coming out exclusively on Patreon tomorrow. So all of my $5 and up fan whores are going to hear that. But having said that, uh, I think you know, quarantine has made a lot of people think of a lot of creative ways to ha still have some sexuals. You know, people are figuring out ways to come with at least one other human being where they don't feel completely irresponsible. You know, there's been a lot of this outside sex. Okay. Your people are fucking with masks on the glory holes, whatever's um, obviously a lot of virtual play. So I want to hear your stories. I want to hear what the fuck y'all have been up to. What have you been trying? I do not want to hear about your trip to a swinger club that just is open um, because you're a monster. Uh, and I know there's some of you listening. Some of you will text me and as if I'm going to say that's cool, but it's not. Um, but, you know, you're living your life. I am. I have let go of trying to just be upset at people. Uh, <laughs> but if you have, uh, had some COVID safer sex over the past year using precautions recommended by the professionals, I would love to, uh, read or hear your story and share it, uh, here on the show. So shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com with your story. You may just hear it on this show. Bonus points. If you want to record a voice memo in a quiet room in your home. Uh, and you can tell the story and, and we could probably run that too. Uh, so again, the email is manwhorepod at gmail.com. Send me your COVID safer sex stories and, uh, Patreon folks look out for that bonus episode, uh, where I'll go a little bit more in depth in detail with a little bit of a, uh, to it. 
<laughs> very soon. Uh, I also, you know, also recently I had uh, a really cool conversation on Clubhouse. I, I co-hosted a room on non-monogamy versus monogamy with the gals from the Clit Talk podcast. We had a really great conversation. I thought it was fun. I'm digging this Clubhouse thing. I would really, I'd, I'd love to do like uh, impromptu, semi-unrecorded uh, episodes on Clubhouse with people. Uh, that that was really really fun. So you know, if if you follow me on Clubhouse, you probably saw a notification that we did that. You may have even been one of the people in the audience. Uh, and if not, you should be following me on the Clubby House at the Billy Presida. Um, I've been in some really cool rooms, some cool spaces. Would love to share them with you. All right, before we get to our guest this week, Clint Coley, uh, let's do a real, real quick fan whore appreciation moment. Okay, this is the part of the podcast where I give a little shout out to members of my fan whore community on Patreon. Right now, I want to say a thank you to a person who calls herself Team Sport. We know that's not a real name. I've never seen a fake name like that before, but hey, that's what she wants to call herself, Team Sport. I bet you're like a team player at the orgy who's like, go for it, Cheryl. I'll get the balls. Like, you know, you're really into the group effort. And I, I think that's an admirable quality. <laughs> so thank you, Team Sport, for doing your part, being the being on the fan whore team. All right. And, chi- and chipping your part in uh, really helps keep this show going, really makes me feel appreciated. Here in this basement in Bushwick, do I have to repeat? <laughs> I want to I want to afford to live above ground again. <laughs> And you too can become a member of our fan whore community and enjoy a slew of great rewards, behind the scenes content, bonus shows, access to secret spaces like the Peep Show, and more. Uh, become a member today and support the show you love at patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. And uh, now for this week's guest, Clint Coley. Clint um, hosted a show. It, it's still up there. He's just it's on a little COVID pause right now, but um, they have hundreds of episodes. Uh, he he hosted a show called Advice from a Fuckboy. Like the Man Whore podcast, it's a title that has a lot more depth to it than it may seem at face value. Um, so I'm really excited to share this conversation of two dudes talking about being dudes it's my new favorite genre of episode that i've been doing um it's partially because i need to have more male friends in my life uh so this is like practice for me <laughs> um but this, this is a really cool conversation and i'm excited to share with you with comedian and reformed fuckboy clint coley HotMovies.com has been a longtime sponsor of the Man Whore Podcast. It's the pay-per-minute site offering you an ethical and affordable way to hashtag pay for your porn. I love it. And you know this. Okay, they've they've got all my favorite porn stars. And they got all my favorite porn categories. And they're all in one convenient, easy place. Except for like human real-life fooda. They need to work on that. But hey, that, that's a scarce category in the first place. Um, but, they, but they've had every other taste my dick has desired. And now the deal just got better. With the new Select Unlimited membership, you get unlimited access and replays to over 11,000 films and over 160,000 clips. Get all your tastes satisfied in just one place for $24.95 a month. Use promo code MANHOR for a little bonus at HotMovies.com. 
So last time I told you all about the handy, uh, I hadn't actually gotten one yet. Um, I hadn't really got my hands on one or my dick in one, but people since then, um, I received my handy and holy shit, this toy scares the fuck out of me because it's that good. Um, this, <laughs> this thing will probably destroy the birth rate. Yeah, our friends in Norway have revolutionized the handjob machine like nothing I've ever seen or felt before. Having this thing feels like what women must feel, knowing that there's a sure thing in the bottom drawer. Really, anyone with a cock needs to own one of these. So shop at thehandy.com and get yourself one. I You you will thank me. On, I wouldn't be surprised if you bought a handy and were so thrilled that you like then mowed or cash apped me a tip just to be like, Billy, thank you so much for letting me know about this. My world has changed. For the better or the less productive, I'm not sure yet, but go shop at thehandy.com and use promo code BillyValentine21. Yeah, I know. They should have made the promo code way more simple, but they're Norwegian. But use the code you get a $15 voucher to add an accessory to your bag. So when you get your handy, you can get also a free extra sleeve, maybe some lube. Maybe it's a credit towards a prostate toy in their shop, all right? So again, promo code is BillyValentine21 at thehandy.com. I see a post-vaccine era on the horizon. It's coming up. And altplayground.net is the lifestyle site you want to be on when it arrives. To quote a esteemed friend of the show, Andrea Allen, uh, you're gonna be fucking, you're gonna be sucking, you're gonna be fingering and squirting and dog collaring. <laughs> and, and you'll, that's my Andrea. Uh, and, and you'll want to connect with like-minded sluts to do it. Uh, APG is filled with experienced lifestylers and serious newbies. Which, by the way, is a great reason why you want to be on APG versus any other lifestyle site. Because putting membership behind a paywall helps keep out the riffraff and the flakes. When you join APG, you'll find out that the members there are not playing around. So prepare for your next non-monogamous adventure at altplayground.net. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now let's get to the show. First of all, here's like this. You know, I'm 33 years old. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not. I'm no longer a fuckboy. I got. I got time to be. So basically, a, a fuckboy is a guy, or or a, we'll just say a guy, a guy who lies to women to get what he wants. And my thing is, mm -hmm. is that we use that. I use that podcast as a tool to tell men, all right, look, yo, this is what we did in the past, but this is how we change it going forward. And the thing is, is that. But the thing is, when it comes to advice from a fuckboy or being a fuckboy or anything like that. Um, you know, you got to learn from your mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So that's really where 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 the title comes from. And but nobody was going to listen to advice from a grown man. Like who the fuck wants to hear that? Like, so I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, like there wasn't going to be. Hey, yo, yeah, like, yeah, it's advice from an adult. Like you know what I'm saying? Like nobody. 
Nobody give a shit about advice from an adult. You care about you, but but advice from a fuck boys because women get advice from all types of 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 guys. You know, you got you got mm-hmm. your you got your, your your different, you know, quote unquote relationship aficionados who think they know things and they you know talk about situations with, with men and women and they're they're really just pandering and letting you know what you want to hear. Versus me, I'm mm-hmm. telling you exactly how fuck boys think. This is exactly what I thought when I was when I was younger, and this is what I'm going to continue thinking until 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 you know until somebody or something or uh, changes me. But now, do you want to put that type of info out to the masses so that people who people can avoid fuckboys or for the fuckboys to stop being fuckboys? It's really for the fuckboys to grow up a little bit, man. Like it's like look, right. listen, to, listen to how this sounds. Like this, listen. Like when you really say some of the shit we do out loud, it sounds awful. Like I'll give you a prime example. On the first episode, I talk about a situation where, you know, um, I was I was in a sexual relationship with this girl. Like it was a situationship. And long story short, she was coming to see me at a show. I was I was performing in Jacksonville. She was driving five hours from Atlanta to come see me. So she had drove to come from, from Atlanta and she said she wasn't. So I, it was a Thursday through Sunday situation. So Thursday, mm-hmm. I, I had a show. Nothing happened. I mean, Thursday, I'll be Thursday at a show. I ended up having sex with another chick that night that I already knew in Jacksonville. And then old girl was coming through Friday. Now, mm-hmm. me and this girl knew like, you know, and this I'm, this is just this is just a fan of the show. Uh, no, 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 no. The girl I had sex with in Jacksonville, like we know each other, but we it's just okay. like when I come to town, if you if you if you single and I'm single, sure. But free, five I'm, hours is a fucking drive. That, I don't. No, that's no, no. Not, what, what I came I'm to town. Girl, it's like the, come I, to, no, no. come meet me in town. Exactly. No, no. The girl that the girl that I the girl that I fucked in Jacksonville, like when I was there, mm. like the girl that was from Jacksonville, she wasn't a fan. She was just somebody, you know, the girl who was driving I'm talking about down. the Atlanta check, yeah. Yeah, no, she wasn't a fan either. She was my friend. Okay. But cool, we cool. also had, ba- we also had a straight up like, hey, this is p- strictly sex. Nothing else. Like mm. we're, 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 we're friends too, but we're not moving into a relationship. With that being said though, she comes to the hotel. I tell her, so she comes to the hotel. I'm not there. I leave her a key. And when I get back, we ended up having sex, and then she's like, yo, I'm going to leave. And I'm like, yo, what's wrong with you? She was like, Clint, like, you literally just going to fuck another chick here? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I left the condom in the trash can, condom wrapper in the trash mm-hmm. can. Now, her issue wasn't the fact that I had sex with another girl. Her issue was the fact that I disrespected her by not even at least just think having the presence of mind or the awareness to just say, Clint, just throw it the fuck away. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But when you say that story out loud, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, guys looking at it like, ah, yeah, man, I'm fucking these women and blah, 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 blah. And it's not that serious. And my thing is, it's not, but I should have had at least, just because we're just fucking doesn't mean, doesn't mean I can't respect you. And that's really, that's where, that's, that's what, that's, that's, that was the, that's the, that's the kind of the premise of the podcast. It's like, look, man, we, we could do our thing just, you know. There's a there's a way in which to go about it. That's a, exactly. a more respectful way, exactly. a more mature way. What's funny is there are some dudes who might try to make the case for what it's not inherently disrespectful for that to be out and for her to read into blah blah blah. And then I'd be like, how about this? Pick up your fucking trash. How about just that, that as the yeah, argument? Well, it was it was yeah. And my thing is my thing is also my thing is also like let's even take it a step further. For guys who say that, imagine if you go over a chick house and you see a condom wrapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, dudes can sit there and act like, oh, I don't care as long as I'm having... No, motherfucker, you care. What You, you said, like, you and uh, the chick from Atlanta had, like, a situation going on. You had a, a clear conversation that, like, hey, this is just sex. What does that conversation sound like? 
I mean, it's just like a successful honest, version of it. It's just an honest conversation. You know, when I meet her and we're talking and blah, 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 we ask you, like, off the rip, we ask you. Right. Kind of, a lot of people say, oh, we're open, we're honest, we're just no, saying yeah, it, this, that, and the other nah. thing. But, like, I mean, like, I think a lot of people want to know, like, look, what, what's some of the things that's actually said? And I'm about to tell you. Like, so, yeah. like, off the rip, I just be like, hey, you know, what do, I ask a girl, what are you looking for? And she'll say mm -hmm. what she's looking for. And I'll say, hey, look. I'm not in a space to give, I'm not in a space to be, I, and, I, and no matter what she's looking for, I say, hey, I'm not in a space to be in a relationship. I'm not in a space to, 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 to be, you know, you know, yeah, I'm just not in a space to be in a relationship. I'm honestly, what I'm looking for is, is strictly physical and strictly platonic. Like we can be, we're friends that have sex. That, that's what, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, what I'm looking for. And if she wants it, that's cool. If she's, if she doesn't, that's cool too. Like I, the thing is, is that, you get women always just want the option. The problem is, is that fuck boys, we've been lying to women to get pussy for so many years. And it's mm -hmm. like, yo, you don't have to lie to get pussy. You just you don't have to. Because and, and, and I don't know how old you are, but me being in my 30s, there are so many women who are with what you trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And not even just with the age, I think the time we're in and in 2021, it's just like there are just more and more women who are not realizing that they want casual sex. I think they're right. realizing they have the permission. To have casual sex and not be a slut or a whore or devalued. Like yeah. they're realizing, like, oh, I can actually do this and it's only gonna affect my lame friends. You know, everyone else is gonna be like, yeah, sure, you got some dick. Good for you. Right, uh, exactly. To work. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But now, something that you tapped into, you know, briefly there is that like a lot of guys will do this type of stuff. A lot of dudes are like lying to get pussy. And it's like, you, you you had this you had this line you said like what pussy is out there that I gotta pretend and I I think something that does come with age especially with dudes who fuck women to say like to realize that you are not coming from a place of scarcity that you like are not desperate for pussy that like, is something that is that is the number one thing it's it's number one that I preach to men a lot of times mm -hmm. is. You don't have to be arrogant and be like, I get bitches. But mm -hmm. women hate guys who come off pressed. Like, you don't need, like, if you, if, like. Anyone I, does. If someone tries to sell me something and they're yeah, too overeager, I'm like, yeah, what's right. wrong with the product? Right. Or, like, okay, think about it like this. Like, I used to work at the mall growing up uh, mm -hmm. when I was, like, 18. Like, right before I went to college, I, I had a job working at, um, I was working at T-Mobile, but not at the T-Mobile store. I was working at a T-Mobile stand in the mall, right? And one of the things that we had to do was you had to kind of like whistle customers over. Like, hey, 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 you know what I mean? Or walk around and, you know, really- Repurposing cat callers. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, yo, like this is not the move. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because if they want to buy a phone, they'll buy a phone. If they want to, if they're looking for a cell phone, like they'll get a cell phone. Like you can't talk somebody in to getting a cell phone plan like you you have like they have to want that so my thing is that i'm not saying that you gotta you know you gotta just you, my thing is women do not like guys who've come off like they just they're 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 press because like it, it it's it sends i don't get pussy mm -hmm. it screams yeah. i don't it, yeah it screams you're not you're you're trying like nothing worse than trying to fuck like i i think i've always <laughs> thought that was i always thought that was whack the, the number one thing guys ask me, um, you know, because I've, I've been doing this show like seven years. I, I I get a lot of dudes who say, oh, man, I'm living vicariously through you and I want to go to orgies and do this. And that. And I'll, they were like, how do I how do I hook up with women? And I'm it like, just happens. first step. It well, just yeah. But, 
Like, but even if you're like, even if you're trying to connect with someone, like if you're quote unquote trying to, you know, hook up with someone, I would say the first step is stop trying to have sex with the person. Just try to connect. I agree. And and that's the thing. So like for me, like I'm not desperate for pussy. I've never been like, because here's the thing, you know, I got girls when I was in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, so it's never. Yeah, you seem very smooth. Yeah, not even smooth. It's just like, dog, I, I've always had like an arrogant attitude anyway. So it's just like, and I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I like girls, like, I, like, cause for me, it's like, look, if I want you, I want you. Mm-hmm. If I want you, I want you. I'll let you know that I want you. If not, if you, you know, and if you don't want me, that's okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I just, I never felt ugly. I never felt short. I never felt like I don't have anything to offer to a conversation. I've never felt like I don't have anything to offer. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't, and I also don't look at, so the problem with desperation, too, is guys always kind of feel like this is, it's like, it's it's her and there's nobody else. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Like, if I don't get this, this plus, woman who is interested yay! in me in this one window, whenever will I get laid ever again? Like, yay! you gotta come from a place of abundance. Yeah, exactly. Abundance. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's what my mom says. She says, yeah, yeah. you gotta come from a place of abundance right. and more will come. And I thank right. you, mom. That's how blowjobs work for me. I agree. Uh, if they, if I, <laughs> they come from a place of abundance. Why'd you even start the podcast? Like, what was the, imp- the impetus for you? For me, it was uh, at the time I had gone through a breakup. And, mm-hmm. you know, this girl that I, or the, my ex-girlfriend at the time, you know, she just, it, it, like, she just wasn't taking accountability. Like, I always felt like it was my fault. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, sis, you had something to do with this shit, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's, like, and that was kind of like the premise of me just saying, like, all right, let me just start this podcast. Like, that was really it. That, and mm-hmm. at the time, my manager was like, yo, you need a podcast. You know, and I was, and I, I <laughs> there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Part of it was like, hey, you need to make a content yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> my, my manager at the time, yeah, he was like, yo, you need a podcast. I'm like, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. And then when I got the podcast, him and, him and his partners didn't like the podcast. Like, <laughs> Well, the, the, it, it, but it was something that I liked because I went in listening to, to listen, not knowing exactly what I was going to be hearing. And I was happy to hear that it wasn't like actually advice from a fu- like, here's advice to bang chicks. But here's the thing. I'll even give you the fuck boy stories that I did. Like, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not. And, and also we'll laugh about it. We'll laugh about yeah. it. It's funny. It's cool. Like, not cool, but it was funny. It, it, like, it's, it's like rem- it's it's reminiscing. But now let's reel it into where there's always a lesson in what I have to say. Like my thing that's is, what that's, dating coaches and and pickup artists. That's why I don't dig about them because right. it, everything's it's always been great. It's always been great and successful. Right. It's like right. no, tell me where you fucked up embarrassingly and then learned from it. You know, like I'll tell people like, oh, I I saw a ch- a ch- you know when I was 24. I think one of the first like fuck ups I shared on the show was like I was 24, go on a great first date. Later, she says, hey, I don't think I actually have time for dating right now, but like, you're awesome. Uh, I say, okay, cool. A week later, Tinder says she logged in the day before and I sent her like a message being upset about it. Why? And but now that's an embarrassing story. It's an embarrassing that I'm saying I'm sharing that. And at least you can admit admit it, though. See, my thing is, is that Mm. I'm not I'm I'm not preaching to the fuck boy. I'm saying Mm. I was that guy. Like, think about it. Like, you know. The only the coaches that do well in the NBA and do well in the NFL, the the usually the the best coaches are players coaches. Guys mm. who've been there, guys who 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 understand how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, I, I'm a I'm a Sixers fan. I'm born and raised in Philly. And Doc Rivers is our coach. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you know, the the, the thing is is that 
he he's been a player. His son is a player. So he understands what it's like to talk to a player and he understands what mm. he needs, but also still kind of being that like, yo, like I made this mistake with the Knicks in the 90s. Here's how we don't this. Here's how we correct that mistake. Same thing. You know, I mean, I'm not a Tigers fan, but I think Detroit, I don't know. They just fired their coach. I think Brad, Brad Ausmus was their coach and Brad Ausmus was a player uh, back in the day with the with the Houston Astros. You know what I'm saying? And again, players, you know, understand players. And my thing is, is that I understand where any fuck boy has been because I've been there too. The thing about mm-hmm. it is how do you navigate and how do you how do you, what did you learn from it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did it make you a better person? Or are you still doing mm-hmm. the same bullshit you was doing ten years ago? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you have always come from a place of like talking to women was not too much of a struggle, right? No. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. Right. So what's interesting is I find that I see I see us in uh, similar places, but getting there very differently because like I was the kid who couldn't talk to girls growing up like it wasn't until college. So I could get laid and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was starting to become sexually active and stuff like that. And then I had to learn things. And but we ended up in the same spot. So how do you talk to the dude who isn't because you were always coming from a place of abundance. But like, how do you talk to the guy who isn't? Who needs to find that space? Great, great question. For me, it's more so just preaching to him what I use to be able to talk to women. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, look, I like so on. I think it was episode. So like, I mean, we're at 200 now, but I think on episode like maybe like 197 around that area, I was preaching confidence to guys. It's yeah. like I'm preaching confidence. Like my thing is, is like, so let's say you don't know how. Let's say you don't know how to get girls. I have episodes mm-hmm. literally where I walk you through like, like something as simple as okay. Let's say you got a girl coming over your house for the night, right? What what can, what's what are some things you could do to make sure that she's comfortable, to make sure that she wants to that she wants to even stay, to even get her to a place that you want to fuck. Like my <laughs> thing is, I'm just it's it's more so just sharing mm-hmm. what I've what I've what I've known. Just because I come from a uh, from a, like now here's the thing, right? I was always able to talk to women. That doesn't women that doesn't mean women always like me. You know what I'm okay. saying? So like I was never shy in shooting my shot. I was never like, oh, I always was able to like, hey, how you doing? I'm Clint. Oh, cool. All right, I'm over here. Like, you know what I'm saying? And my thing is what I preach to them is you gotta there's gotta be a certain confidence about yourself that you are able to 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 like women f- smell that. Women mm-hmm. smell that. Like, you know, we're both stand-up comedians. And one of the things that one of the things they don't teach you about being a comedian is is that it's 99% of the time, it ain't really what you're saying. <laughs> It's your, it's your, it's your, it's your aura. It's how you're saying it. It's what you, it's, it's how, it's how you're coming across on stage. I can smell a comedian from a mile away who's nervous mm-hmm. and he's going to bomb that night. I could always smell it. <laughs> I can see it. I see it. I see it. You're going to, you're going to bomb. I know you're going to bomb. Yeah. Oh, why? Cause you, you don't even believe in what you're saying. But now what do you tell the guy who can't even get that date set up? Like we're talking, like. What do you talk about the guy who's like, yeah, but Clint, how do I get to the point where I do have a woman That's coming not, over it's, tonight? It's, it's you know the what same, I mean? It's the same thing as somebody asking you how to become a stand-up. The, mm-hmm. main, the number one advice I always give them is you got to do it. I, do can't it. Teach, I can't it. teach. I can't teach you how to be a comedian. You have mm-hmm. to get up there and do it. No matter how you can, you can take classes. You can watch watch all the George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Eddie. Mer- you can watch all of that. And st- but at the end of the day, you got to do it. So my thing is, yep. I can preach to you all of this, all of that, all of this, all of that. You have to—it's yeah. confidence. You have to find that confidence to 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 be able to see closed mouth. Clo- excuse me, closed mouths don't get fed. That's right, and and like and also, if we were friends in high school, you right. know, I could you couldn't give me advice on how to talk to women 
because you only know how to talk to women the way you and people like you talk to exactly. women. Exactly. You couldn't. You couldn't. You can't explain to the nervous, shy, no confidence kid. Right. Exactly. How to talk to women because he's, it's a totally different thing. It's a totally different right. strategy. There's different right. things involved there. Exactly. Um, and, and something I've heard on your show was uh, you know talking about taking time for yourself and work. You know, um, inner work and making sure you're that's improving very important. yourself. That's very important. And that's where again, confidence is a, is an inner thing. Like. You can't, I can't give you confidence. I can't yeah. teach you that. You have to wake up one morning and say, yo, I'm Brad Johnson. I mean, don't ask why. You, shout out to Tampa Bay. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, like, yeah, like you got to wake up one morning and say, hey, I'm Rashid. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know what I mean? Like you have, you, you have to do that. I can't do that for you. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. again, that's inner work. Yeah. And are, are you, uh, you dating right now? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not like open. Like I mean, I have I have a special person. You have a special person, right? I do. A, yeah. a COVID special person. Not a COVID person. No, just a special person. Oh no! Oh, so like predates the predates she's, the Rona. She's a, she's a special person. That's okay. Okay. Do you not want to talk about special person? No, that's okay. You don't, <laughs> and hey, you don't so, gotta. You don't gotta. So. You know, there's um. That's the here's the thing. Again, just off the record, oh. like that's the one part of my life. That I no, this ain't off the record. This is on the record. That's the one part of my life that is private. That I able that I'm mm -hmm. able to. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't really discuss who I'm dating, what I'm dating, whether I'm dating, whether I'm not dating. Like I, that is the biggest enigma mm -hmm. with me. Like you don't know who I'm dating. You don't know if I'm dating. You don't know if I'm like I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm chilling. That's okay. That's okay, man. Um, you know, there, there's something else that you've said that I thought was real interesting. You go like, guys, it's not bad. To just want to have sex, which I think it's is not, there's a sh there's a shame that I think us dudes are having, which I think is part of an overall gender no, like learning thing. Where, where, where let, my let, bad, I'm let sorry, because that that should just go ahead, keep going. I'm sorry, but that shit go for, me off. That's okay, that's okay. Be pissed. I'm think I think there's a lot of dudes who are realizing that women have been uh, getting treated a certain way, and there's a lot of overcorrections and wrong corrections happening. And I think one of them is a, a guilt and shame about like wanting to fucking just fuck, right? I right. think some people think like, oh, if I just want to fuck, that's not respectful. I'm using her, blah blah blah. That's not the case. That's not. I the think case it's at all. it's. I I think it's good that their heart is thinking about that, but it's not the actual case. Um, it's you know like you and I both seem to be saying, as so long as you can be honest and real about what it is you want and what we're doing here, then like that's kosher. Right. I agree. Now what pissed you? Now what pissed and you off? So about here's that? my thing on that, right? What pisses me off is is that, like, if you say, um, if you say, if you say that you only want sex, women are quick to call you a fuckboy. Like, oh, you're a, you don't want to fuckboys don't want relationships. No, people who know what they want or don't want don't want relationships people mm -hmm. who understand where what kind of space they're in because people don't understand relationships take like that's serious fucking work dating is for mature people think about mm -hmm. it like when you're when you're in a relationship where you're dating like it's not about you it's about you and that other person at the end of the day like and when i say that when i say about you and the other person it's basically you're saying okay like i'm making space and i'm making time to to do this and do that with you, you know what I'm saying. Mm. Also, you got when you're when you're a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you have to be a friend. You have to be there for that person twenty four, like as much as you can. 
And if you know mm. you don't have the space for that, and only thing you have the space for is a platonic relationship, which is like casual sex, and you guys are like hanging out and having fun, there's nothing wrong with that. There's sure. nothing wrong. But also, but also, what is, and this is something that gets thrown out a, a lot to differentiate between what's casual sex and what's actually dating that doesn't want to call itself dating. What's, if you're, if you're hanging out, if you're talking, if you're friends and care about each other on a friendly level and you're fucking, how different is that from what we might call dating? The difference is, is that I don't have, there's no obligation for me to show up. The pri- the prioritization. There's, yeah. there's no obligation. Like when you're in a relationship or you're dating, like low key, like like think about it. There's girls that I fucked that we had to just fuck. Like okay, prime example, right? The girl I was talking about, not the one that came from Atlanta to Jacksonville, but the one who was in Jacksonville that I had sex with. Sure. We literally have we're we're cool, we're friends. Like we, you know what I mean. But when I come to Jacksonville and if she's available and I'm available, guess what? Like we we want to have sex because we're attracted to each other and we enjoy each other's mm-hmm. company. And, and there's no obligation that I have to call her tomorrow morning. There's no obligation that she got to call me tomorrow morning. If we want to hear from each other, we want to, like, think about it. If most of your friends, like, and I'm talking male or female, I don't talk to my male friends every day. I just don't. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't be on the phone. Like, that doesn't mean we're less friends. It's like, I'm not on the phone. Hey, bro, what you been doing? Like, we're not, we're not having hour-long conversations every night. So mm-hmm. my thing is, is that just, be, you know, so, so the thing is, is like, the difference is, is the obligation. You don't have mm-hmm. that obligation when you say, I just want to be this. Whereas then if you're in a long distance relationship and that's your your girlfriend in Jacksonville, when you're in Jacksonville, like you better be making make, time for her. You have to make time for her. Whereas yeah. now if I go to Jacksonville, like if I go to Jacksonville tomorrow, guess what? I don't have to see her. And she don't have to see yeah. me. And that's and it's and that's quite all right. Totally all right. It's totally all right. <laughs> and 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 you know, where did you where did you even like start getting these notions? Like, where do you feel like you were informed about gender, dating, and sexuality? Where do you, where do you feel like you got that from growing up? O- older women, man, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. O- I, I dated like in my twenties, I was messing with a lot of older women, and oh, yeah. older. And when you're dating people who are above your quote unquote your level, they like older women would say to me, "Clint, you ain't got you ain't got a lot of me." <laughs> and I'm thinking like, what? She's like, "You ain't got a lot of me. You ain't got to sit here and feed." Like, I never forget. And I say names. There was this chick named Kim, right? She was older than me. I was in my twenties, and she was in her forties. And Kim, you know, used to, have, you know, Kim had some great ass pussy. You know what I'm saying? But Kim also, you know, when I met Kim, she was like Clint, you know, or she was like, like I met her, and then like in that in our first text conversation, I was, she was like, "What are you looking for?" I was like, "I don't know." Blah 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 blah. She was like, "Look, let me help you out. I'm 46. You 27. This ain't gonna work." You know why I'm here. I know why you're here. Stop. Don't, you don't have to rip, feed me no game. You ain't got to feed me new lies. You can have a pussy. Just be, just, be, just be respectful. And like my mouth dropped. And I was like, oh, shit. And then like as I started having that mantra as I, as, a, after her and stuff like that, I was like, oh, it works. Because it's like, yo, like the thing is, is like you, again, like, and like we said at the beginning of the show, like I'm not, it, I don't come off like, now I don't come off like, like I have to, like I, 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 I'll do anything to get pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like we know guys who would do anything to get pussy. We know guys who would fuck anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting women know I'm just as selective as you are. Mm-hmm. The fucking power in that. Yeah. Like it. Like you know, it's very. I, I, it may feel weird in 2021 to say like 
as a man, I feel empowered. Uh, but like when I realize that like I am not, you know, I don't have to say yes to everyone who would consent to me. Game changer. Because then I was like, oh, I get to say no. I'm allowed to be like, I'm not actually attracted to her. Or I don't think we have this chemistry or that, this, that. Or I'm just, or I'm not horny. I don't feel like fucking tonight. I don't have to say yes just because someone's, you know, saying. Like, I've been literally yelled at. I've been yelled at in bed multiple times by multiple typically older women who were upset that I didn't want to fuck them that particular night. And I'm like, reverse the genders. How does that play out? For me, it plays out good and bad. So, like, for me... Like, the older I'm getting, I realize, like, yo, you gotta, women have to realize, too, the older guys get, the less pussy-driven we are. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> I, like, like I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down, I'm not always down. Sometimes I just want to chill out. Yep. Sometimes yep. I just want to chill out. I just want to rub your butt. That's it. <laughs> I'm good. Because, like, I, I be tired. I be having so much other shit going on. Like, I don't always need to fuck. And then, like, like, like something as simple as, like, like... Like yeah, I mean I, yeah, it's it's it plays out for me. Like for me, it plays out good when you know it plays out good when she don't want to fuck. It plays out bad when she wants to fuck because right. It, but I, but I'm calling bullshit on that. Like to women because it's like if you know you can't be. A, there's no way you could tell the story of a guy bugging you being like, fuck you. Like I want to fuck tonight. What are you saying? I don't get to get laid just because you don't have sex tonight. There's no world anymore where that's like an okay story, rightfully so. And I right. think women are now starting to learn, like, oh, he can say no too. Yeah, exactly. like that's an alien. It's an alien exactly. concept I've to a lot of no, women. Who I've fuck said dudes. no so many times, man. This this story this this story just popped in my mind, though, right? So this girl, right? She, mm-hmm. I was talking to her, or whatever, right? And she's like, "Yo, uh, actually, I'm gonna tell this story in my podcast tonight." I've never told the story before, so I'm gonna tell it. So she, 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 we were talking about, we had had sex before, and then, you know, we had kind of like stopped and not because anything, she had ended up moving away and she was in, she was in the Navy. So she ended up going overseas. So I didn't see her, right? She comes back, we're talking about having sex, blah, 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 right? And so I hit her up and she was like, um, you know, I was, she was like, hey, I'm a little busy. You know, it's my birthday. I got some friends in town, blah, 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 blah. I was like, all right, no worries. You know what I'm saying? And again, we're friends, right? So mm-hmm. I hit her up maybe like a week later and I was like, yo, like your friend's still in town. Like, how you doing? She was, uh, she, she didn't respond, right? So I didn't take it personal because I know that people sometimes will type out a text and just don't hit send. So, and she never gave me like ignore you vibes either, right? So I right. take it personal. So maybe like four days later, I reached out again. I was like, hey, how you been? Like, you know what I mean? Because like, now, like, we're actually cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I don't have an ego. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm reaching out really just to reach out. So she's like, oh, my God, Clint, my bad. I meant to text you, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. Hey, you know, hey, I'm trying to see you. What's up? And she was like, hey, Clint, don't be mad at me, but my relationship status changed. In seven days? I'm like, okay, that's fine. No, no, no harm, no foul. I'm not mad, right? Here's where the story gets better. The very next day, not even 24 hours later, she texts me. She says, hey, I'm like, now I'm like, what the fuck do you want? Like your relationship status. Why why are you hitting me up? She says, hey, everything that I just said, forget about it. (laughs) Like, let's just act like I never said it. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) And I'm not petty, right? But my thing is, is like, here's my issue with that. If you want, like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, People make mistakes, blah, 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 blah. But my issue is is that you have a main guy, it sounds like. 
and it sounds like you want to fuck. He, he so basically the story with him was, was that he wanted all the benefits of a relationship and didn't want to be in a relationship with her. So she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go do my thing. I'm not going to be the thing you do when you're mad at this guy. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, and it's not even a rebound guy. It's like I'm not going to be that guy for you. I'm not." Mm-hmm. And the reason why mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that guy for you is because at the end of the day, like, what, why, 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 like, why? So then when I told her, no, I'm good. We don't got to fuck. She was, she didn't know what to say. She didn't know what to say. And I'm like, the reason why you don't know what to say is because you're so used to getting what the fuck you want. And you thought that this, like, what you did low key was fuck girl behavior. Imagine if mm-hmm. I did some shit like that. Imagine, like, for real, imagine if I did some shit like that. Yeah. She'd be pissed. She'd be like, "It's been twenty four hours. That your your relationship changed that quick. Fuck that." And you know what? She but but you know what? She can then go take that energy because no one's. I don't. I don't think you're saying that it's bad that she wants to now go fuck some dudes. No. You're just like, I'm not going to be that guy. But you know what? There are a lot of dudes coming from a place of scarcity who would be thrilled for you to throw that revenge pussy at them. Go and for I it. don't. And I'm not. And you're not. Get, I don't want your revenge pussy. Right. It's like I've just. I've kind of escalated above that at this point. Like like I don't need it. Right, right now, you know? Right, right. So so when that older woman in your 20s, the, the woman in the 40s, she's like real straight up with you and you're kind of like, whoa, uh, you know, was that the first time you were kind of introduced to this concept of like, oh, we could just fuck and it's totally chill? It wasn't the first time, but it was like the most impactful time because yeah. it was the time where it was the first time. And I'm like, OK, so women are really like this and that's OK. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm like, I'm loving it. Mm hmm. I'm yeah. loving it. I also love the part where she's like, look, I'm 47, you're 27, this isn't going to work. But like me in my 20s, I'd be like, all I've wanted was to date someone in their 40s. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's amazing. They got, and they got I'm, better pussy. Yeah, I, I think I used to say uh, what I, I would I would be like, uh, they, they've got like a job with a salary. They can pay for stuff. They have their own place with no roommates. After sex, you can play Xbox with their kids. Like there's a lot of nah, benefits. Nah, the, the, the best part, <laughs> that's funny as shit. The best part about dating an older woman though is is that there's, she doesn't expect shit from you. Older women don't expect anything from younger men. Correct. The bar is quite low. The bar is super low. So anything you mm-hmm. do... And in 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 advance of that is like oh like you know what I'm saying, so Clint, I'll zoom out. I think for like all women, for men, the bar is pretty fucking low. Like I get women who are just they. I the sometimes women who I'm just fucking will mm-hmm. say that I have done the sweetest thing ever for them, and right. we're just fucking. Or we haven't fucked yet, but we know like there's nothing romantic going on here, and they'll be like, "You're treating me better than like any dude who's tried to wipe me up," and I'm like, "What?" Like That's it's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's so sad. It That's makes sad. me go like, I am so sorry for you that like, I am so high for you. Cause I promise mm-hmm. you, I'm actually quite low, um, on that. And, and you know, oh, man, I fucking loved older women in, um, in my twenties. Uh, what, what else did you learn from, from, uh, from these older women about dating? I think that was the main thing. Other than that, I think that older thing. women, yeah, because like oh, older women didn't really, because I, 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 you know, I, 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 you know, a, a lot of the th- reasons that older women fuck with me is because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm wise beyond my years, but like I've been lucky enough. Like you got to remember, like I was, I mean, not remember, but like you know, as a stand up, I, I got the tour with DL Hughley, and mm-hmm. we're talking week in, week out. I'm hanging with this guy, and he has nothing but guys in their 40s and 50s in the camp. And me, I'm the young guy. I'm, a, I'm the only one. I'm 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. And I'm learning how they, tr- how, how I see, I'm learning from what I see. 
These guys right. are thorough. These guys ain't lying to women. These guys ain't doing all that extra stuff. These guys. So now it's like this. Now that rubbed off on me and women like yo, I. It's, that's why. Did you see that they were like more focused on business and themselves and stuff like establishing more, more stuff? So they're, like it just wasn't a game with women. Like we're they're not playing games with women. Like they're they're cool mm-hmm. with being women's friends. They're cool with just talking to women. They're cool like like it's no there's no angle. There's no I'm trying to like there was no on like here's the thing. I my road experience was we're not trying to fuck. Nobody on or I was on tour with was trying to fuck women. That wasn't mm-hmm. like we would we literally come to the show, do the show. We back at the hotel having a drink, chilling. We're not at the mm-hmm. club. We're not at these bars, and we're not. We're, we're chilling. And we're women, out. yeah, and women, and we, and we would have women around us, but not like that. Like we, they, we're all friends. We're all good. So like, you know, the seeing that DL and and other guys can be just just platonic friends with women. That's what changed. That's really what changed the game for me. Even to see that there were other things valued, like to have "quote unquote" a good night out. Some, right. would, you know, some people who I think maybe are a little more misguided are just like a good Yay. night out, or maybe that maybe it's not misguided, but just their brand is like, oh, like uh, a good night out is I go out and I find someone to put my dick in, right? And that's but like not- for them, there's like. I mean, which it can be a good night out. That's I think cool. it's a little limiting. I think right. it's limiting. Exactly. It is. Like, it is. You know, for, for what the, the scene you just described, what was a good night out? Y'all did some fucking stand up in front of a great crowd. Then you hung out with just friends drank for and hours yeah, laughing. Yeah. And that's and, and I think there are a lot of dudes who would be in that, that room with you and DL and whoever else. And they might get a text from someone um, offering maybe sex. Not even like, come over, we're going to do this. Like, come over, maybe we'll get to. And they'll ditch and I'm not, this guaranteed good time, time for, over, for like so maybe. For maybe pussy. No. Maybe. I'm no. I'm, yeah. good. I'm good right here. Yeah. And now if sometimes... You like feel like you know what I do want to go because this what if you have specific reasons for this situation you want to ditch the good time to go hang out that's cool that's but you're cool. coming from a place of I want to go do this not oh my it's it's almost like this nervous reaction to the offering of sex like oh my god sex was offered yeah, I need to exactly. I need to shower and uh exactly. you know and it's like nah just chill just chill the out. fuck out I agree chill out so so in you know it sounds like doing stand up and touring you get to see learn and see from these older dudes and in your 20s you're learning from dating older women before well, no, that in my who, tw- so i was in my 20s like well I, yeah you in your in your 20s touring but like you know early 20s college years high school like same thing but I, you gotta remember i started stand-up early like i started oh, i didn't know that yeah i started stand-up <laughs> at 19 and i was on tour oh, yeah. with dl by all the time i was 23 you know what i'm saying mm. so you know okay okay so pretty years. much right out the gate in your in adulthood you're being exposed to a more mature way exactly okay sick sick now, so I'm not going to say feminism like uh, as if it's done a certain way, but the tenets of feminism, which is just like we should all be pretty fucking equal and we should get to equity, right? Yeah. Um, how do you marry fuckboyness with feminism? I think you do it. I just want to hear what you think. So my method is strictly, again, I'm not, I'm not here to tear you down. This isn't bash. This is the, the this isn't the bash women's show. This isn't me saying bitches do this and bitches do that. That's not it. And also, on my podcast, and I took this from my favorite sportscaster, who is uh, Colin Colin Cowherd. Love Colin Cowherd. And he he said something that will forever change my life. He says something about sports, but it relates to for me. It relates to everything in life. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be right. I'm trying to get it right. 
So I don't mind being wrong when it comes to my knowledge and things of women. So my thing is when we're when I bring women on the podcast and we have these conversations, if a woman says something that I'm like, oh, I didn't look at it from that way, I have no problem saying, man, you're right. You're right. I did. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I did not see your perspective that way. So my thing is, so my, so that's how I'm able to marry femininity with fuckboyism because at the end of the day, I'm not on the fuckboy side. I'm on the mature man side who did fuckboy mm-hmm. shit and it's like, all right, you can do better. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's 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 like, look, I'm a, and I'm going to just say this straight up, right? My, I, I carried it to a, a majority black audience, African-American black audience, right? And I equate this to this. Racism in America is not going to stop when black people tell other black people about racism. We know that racism exists. You don't have to have that conversation. It's white people that we need to start holding accountable. When you start telling your friends that racism is wrong, like, don't forget, the civil rights movement didn't take a hit. I mean, it didn't go full full steam until the age of television. And now you're seeing mm-hmm. this on the 6 o'clock news that you're spraying us with dogs. I say all that to say, and not to make it dark for a moment, to bring it out. No, it's all right. The, 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 issue, the thing is, how are you going to get fuckboys to stop being fuckboys? Ladies, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to listen to you. But if you're talking to a guy who's been there, done that, and who has, who sometimes still makes those mistakes, but is man enough to admit, I can fuck up, and I can, or I fucked up, and I can do better, and I can take accountability and say, and I'm, I apologize, and I didn't look at it from your perspective. Now it's like, oh, there's brevity to this topic than just him just saying, oh, I, I, I you know, I, you know, like, like, think about it. The condom story I use, right? The the fuck boy answer is, well, she knew what it was anyway, so it don't matter. But the mm-hmm. but the but the fuck boy situation and the and the, <coughs> and the mature response is, I did not have to subject her to that. I could have mm-hmm. respected her and just not had and just threw the condom in the trash can. That oh, not in the trash, but like got rid of it. That's it. Yeah. Which is also just a general adult thing to do. We have trash, we throw it away, throw right? It <laughs> the fuck away. Like she saw it, okay. Like you know, like, and and when it when it happened, I didn't say, "Oh, you knew what it was." I immediately apologized. I said, "Y'all, that was not my intention. I am so sorry." You know, I mm-hmm. understand. We we we. I understand that we have an understanding, but I did not have to disrespect you like that. And at the end of the day, that's how you marry fuckboy with feminine femininity is respect because femininity the 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 basis of equal equality and stuff. Is just respect me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something about bridging the gap between respectfully wanting pussy and right. literally DMing a chick saying, I want to have sex with you. Or right? DMing we, a chick your dick. Like, nigga. I mean, excuse my language. My bad. Cut that out. It's yeah. okay. You you could say that word on my show. I can't. No, but you I can. just don't. I don't, I don't like. I, yeah, I don't like. I don't. I actually don't say the word like that at all. Like, I'm not like. I hate. I can't, I'm kind of like not on the. I'm not a fan okay. of that word, but like, but especially in front of white people, I'm gonna be honest. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, like you don't uh, want to set a bad example. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Nah, <laughs> say it too much in front of him, he might yeah, think he can. Yeah, uh, I can. I can say it in front of in front of my niggas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but but like, I mean, we we've probably both seen our our chick friends DMs, and it's like it's insane. And yes. I think there's a lot of dudes who are being 
pieces of shit and they just kind of are pieces of shit and that's that's their thing but i think there's a lot of dudes who just like they might hear you talk all raw about like being a fuck boy or having been a fuck boy or you know kind of rebranding what a fuck boy is and they think like oh it's okay for me to just want sex so then they like kind of just go all right so now i'm just gonna tell her that i just want sex with the words i just want sex and it's like no there's some stuff in between you know like you still gotta like talk to people trying to i always try to put the emphasis on just try to connect on something with another human being the other stuff will play itself out it'll come you know yeah do you have um you know what what do you think is one of the biggest uh pitfalls of the fuck boy there is here's the thing yo i just i just thought of this theory the other day right and uh i think it's a really good theory i I get excited when i think of these theories Mm -hmm. there is no pitfall the fuck boy always wins. That's why guys try to be fuck boys. At the end of the day, the fuck boy gets what he wants. Most times. But does he? he? Yes. But like, but like, does he? I feel like there's a lot yes. of unsuccessful fuck boys out there. No, you can't. You, you're not a fuck boy if you're unsuccessful. I think that I think there are dudes who are you're trying. Fuck- you're trying. They might be trying, but that but the mentality is still there, and I think you, the mentality still, is is the but is toxic. But you still win. Here's how. If all I want is sex and I lied to you to get sex and I got mm-hmm. sex, but I hurt you in the process, who's upset and who's not upset? Who won and who lost? You can only be a fuck boy if you win. Like, think about it. If you if I tried to fuck you and and I lied, but you, it, it didn't work, then I'm not really then it, 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 nothing happens. But a lot. Yeah, of- but 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 the, but the but the underlying part of like I'm going to try to lie to get what I want is this toxic mentality that I think is still right. the, or the so, or the so, idea of like I have to lie to get laid. So I guess the better question is when does the fuck boy mm. change? Kind of when does he? And I mean, in my opinion, it's it's kind of you know for me for mo- for me I'm gonna tell you when I changed. Mm-hmm. Tra- tra- trauma. I had a girl. I had a girl back in 2016 that I really cared about. She broke my fucking heart. She broke my heart, and I realized the way that I feel right now, I never want to make anybody feel that way ever again. Mm-hmm. She How'd she break bro- your heart? I mean, she said she didn't want a relationship, and I was doing relationship shit. And mind you, we didn't have sex, but I was like, I, you know, I live in LA. You know, I'm flying to New York just to take her on a date. Our part part of you thinks that like, oh, if I do all the things enough, she'll want to have the relationship. She didn't say that at the beginning. That was the thing. She didn't say okay. she was getting what she wanted, which was male attention, male companionship, without having to give out no pussy. Right. She was getting everything she wanted. She was getting attention. She was getting companionship. She was getting comfort. She was getting dates. She was getting what she wanted. And the moment I want, I told her what I wanted, it was, I don't want a relationship like that. And then you get into a relationship two months later. Mm-hmm. And how'd that relationship go? I mean, she ain't with well. no more. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, she got into a relationship two months, oh, two weeks later. Okay, I thought you, okay. No, I didn't, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, yeah, man, it's fucking tough, but but a lot of the gendered things we'll say here, like, I think a lot of it can still apply the other way. You know, there's a, you know, like you said, there are fuck girls. Oh, oh yeah, and, no, no, no. Uh, and, do, but that's, right, a, that's like, a whole different conversation. But see, the thing about fuck girls is women don't like to believe that they do anything wrong a lot of times. A lot of women don't like to believe it's, like, when women, you ask a woman why she's single, she'll say, well, these guys, 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 well, guys, and guys, but guys, but, you know, guys. And when you ask a man why he's single, it's usually he's he's it's about him. 
That's the difference. Really? I feel like I feel like I hear a lot of dudes will be like, oh, they're I don't hear up, a lot, they're this. I don't hear a lot of guys blaming women. But I hear comic I hear comics own up to it, but it's usually on a stage in a joke. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm exactly. single because I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But I but but the guys I hang around will 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 show that kind of you know honesty and say, you know. Yeah. Are are fuckboys in your inner circle? No. Nah. Can't be. Do you think that's an important element? Absolutely. That, uh, so I'm in the middle of writing a book called Advice from a Fuckboy. And mm-hmm. the second chapter is literally called Your Wingman Can't Be a Fuckboy. He can't be. Your wingman. I mean, I mean, I'm, of course I'm talking about wingmen, but like your friends can't Whoever, be fuckboys. Yeah. They they you have to hold your, your friends have to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And they can't hold you accountable if uh, you're not allowed to hold them accountable. And if, you know? exactly, so like my like so like me, DL, and our our squad, we ain't fuck, we don't do that. We ain't we ain't about that. We ain't in the line mm-hmm. of women. Yeah. To, to get and, and we no, absolutely, yeah. I mean, honesty is re- you know honesty, respect. Again, these are like tenants that keep like are underlying everything that's yep. being said right now. Um, which is why like I feel like you know how much you've been exposed to like either the sex positive world or the non-monogamous world, because like these are filled with people of whatever genders, whatever orientations who like overall, not that all poly people are perfect or anything. Uh, they're far from it, but just they're very, they are clear. They don't mind being open. Um, I think, you know, they they will say like, this is what I'm looking for. I am looking for a guy who will be my submissive and wear a dog collar. And he is available on Thursdays and Tuesdays. Yeah. That's and like, I'm, and I'm they good. will find the seven, they will find seven applicants who fit that because they're very specific about what, you know, what they want. Um, you know, the guys and gals who want to be non-monogamous, uh, they're up front from the jump and they're not afraid to walk away. I mean, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, where the desperation comes in is people who are say non-monogamous and they'll try to date someone who is monogamous or vice versa, even though they know from the get go, like this isn't going to work. I only want to have sex with one person and you want to have sex with five. Like that's not going to work, but they're desperate because they're, they're like, I made kind of a connection. I don't want to have to let this go. Who knows when the next one's going to come around? And now now you've been in a relationship for, you know, two years with someone who, like, you can't date because every time you go on another date, they're resentful. Of course they are. Right, they're monogamous. Right. Don't try right. to date them. Right. Have you, do you, do you, um, are you a monogamous fella? Have you tried the non-monogamous uh, lifestyle? Not, I, I, so, I mean, when you're single, technically you're not do you monogamous. I, do you intersect? But so, I don't fair. do. I mean, do I you intersect do- with them? I don't do poly though, so like I'm not okay. the guy. I'm not gonna have three girlfriends or anything like that. Like no, it's, it's one sure. girlfriend. Uh, but that's just not for me. I don't condemn anybody or say that they're wrong for doing that. I just sure. don't do that, just because for me, you know, um, it's just too much work. <laughs> it's just a lot of work, <laughs> I, and I don't got time for that shit. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a lot of reading and uh, and uh, conversations that gotta happen for it. Where do you think within like your advice, um, your advice on being a fuck boy, you know, where, where does, um, where do queer people kind of fit into that? Can they fit into that? You said queer Is there people? stuff that, yeah. Like can queer folks learn yes. from some of these tips? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got a lot of, I have a, you know, huge queer following, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they, they, because at the end of the relationships apply to everybody, black, white, Asian, you know, queer, l- lesbian, whatever you, whatever you're into that it, it because at the end of the day. You know, let's say you're a fuck boy and you're you're gay and you're lying to men to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Say there's no difference. There's literally no difference. Like you, there's literally no difference. Men have feelings. The man that you're dating has feelings too, bro. Like I, 
like I don't I don't I just don't I don't speak from that perspective because I'm not gay. You know what I'm saying? Or right, I'm right, right. No, of course. Yeah. But you can definitely apply that to your lifestyle for sure. Absolutely. And I think a lot of this goes back to what I think you were trying to allude to where it was like, we don't need black people talking to black people about racism. We need white people talking to white people about racism. And I think you were going to go to, uh, we don't need women talking to women about like what needs to change with fuck boys. Like men need to talk to each other. But what it's about what works for you and what works for me. Like, I think that's the best part, even just about us, even you and me being meetings of the minds mm -hmm. from the man whore podcast. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, you work, what, works for you is what works for you you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and, and and the thing is is that that's what i that's what i love about dating like there's no right way to get shit, get women and there's no wrong way to get women like my method and your method is different like we both do the same thing we're both in the same field you know but we're, we come from two totally different backgrounds we come from two totally but at the end of the day we kind of share the same values on 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 what to do with and you know what i'm saying so you know it it, it, it doesn't matter you know what i'm saying yeah and we talk to each other out loud like this in front of other dudes. Other dudes hear us and go like, oh shit, we're allowed to have feelings. We're yeah. allowed to like not want to fuck. We're yeah. allowed to like, like have thing. Like, standards not, in a relationship. And we're not, and we're not, and we're not pandering to women. Like we're not sitting here mm -hmm. saying like, we're not, we're not, we're not gaslighting women. We're not like, you know, we're not trying to be on women's side. This is for us. This is for men. I want men yeah. to, to hear that. Like, cause I'll be giving, cause like the thing is, the one thing I learned about women is because the reason why I learned a lot about women is honestly just being their friend and listening. Jesus Christ, do you know how much you learn just by listening to women? Mm -hmm. You can crack the mm -hmm. code if you just fucking listen. I had no chick friends growing up. I'm sorry, I had no guy friends growing up. They were the ones who bullied me. So in high school, when I finally was able to make some friends, they were all women. Yeah. And then when I was in college, who was my crew? Women and a gay guy, Vinny. Like that was our crew, right? Shout and, out to and Vinny. Where are you Shout from, out man? to Vinny. Uh, I live in New York. All right, you live from in New York, New York now? Jersey. Yeah, oh. I've been in New York like 13 years. Yeah. Okay. So, but you're from Jersey? Yeah. I'm from North Jersey. I'm a tri state baby. Yeah. New York, well, first of all, I'm from Philly. And second of all, my, my family is from like Newark, Orange, West Orange, Hillside, Irvington. Like, yeah, I, I grew up uh, Bergen County. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I grew yeah. up a little north of that. Yeah, I yeah. know Bergen County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Like, 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 I used to live in New York too for a year. So, but my family awesome. is literally from like my family's from North Jersey. Like, oh, sick! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's fun in North Jersey. There's a town called North Bergen, which yes. if you don't know that that's its own town, and then, you go on a bus, you think yep. that'll just take me to the northern Bergen County region. No, you're and going then you get to get dropped off in <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere. And and people also understand in Jersey. So like you know when you're from North Jersey, you have kind of like New York, you know, inf inf influence. And you know people don't understand. Like, so for me, being from Philly, South Jersey is right across the bridge, but it's totally different than North Jersey. So Camden <laughs> yeah. and Newark are like night and day, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. and, and lingo <laughs> and what they talk about. But like, as far as yeah. like them being bad neighborhoods, no, it's the same. Like, yeah. But but what you were saying about like having chick friends, it's like, I didn't, now I didn't try to make female friends so I could crack a code. Like I just happened no, to and gravitate towards women and, and I would hear them just complain from high school to college to twenties to now. Like I hear women complain about other dudes and like, yes, I am learning from that. Um, and, and there's just so much to learn if yeah. you think about it as like, oh fuck, like I, I've heard 12 of my friends complain about the same tinder and, dick pics maybe this is a thing we're not supposed to do that's why and that's where i that's where my, my advice comes from to men it's like mm -hmm. i hear what women are saying bro 
you don't understand. I'm there. I hear what they saying. Like, and you and 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 again, that goes back to me not trying to be right. So I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, men don't do that. No, that's the fuck we do. They do mm-hmm. send. I don't send unsolicited dick pics, but there's guys who do. Yeah, I think there needs to be more of this, like dudes talking yeah. to dudes out in the open and privately. But just like, yeah, I agree. Like I said, I th- I think there are dudes who don't even know that, like, if they're offered sex, that they can say no to. Like I, because. I mean, exactly. Like no one tells you that we are right. taught as men to f- like we are supposed to fuck, and our measurement as a man is how much how much sex did we have? Clint, where can people? Thanks for coming on. Where can people? No doubt, find man. You? Thank you for having me. Having me, man. Uh, yeah, my name is Clint Coley. Uh, you can find me, uh, you know, uh, on uh, Instagram <laughs> at Clint Coley, Twitter at Clint Coley, um, and uh, my podcast is called At Advice from a Fuckboy. Um, I have a television show out right now on Amazon Prime called The World Series of Spades. Um, if you guys, if you listen to this podcast and you you play spades, like this is the, that's the show for you. Um, is it is uh, it scripted or is it is it sincere? It's it's sincere, dude. Did you it's see it's on the Amazon fucking... Prime? Like it's not bullshit. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant the like is like World. Um, yeah, I didn't know if no, it was like, World we're, Series. We're really we're really playing. It's like the World Series of Poker, but we're we're playing spades. Clint, you were great. Everybody, go check him out. And man, Thank uh, you, fuck man. boy. <laughs> why why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody hey man thank y'all for having me man um shit man thank you for having me man i really appreciate it i i enjoyed this conversation i think we actually got somewhere and i hope that people listen to this and y'all 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 learn it fellas you don't have to fuck all right keep your draws to yourself man all right it's okay bro you don't have to fuck dog that's it goodbye <laughs> So I think we can all agree that Clint is like infinitely cooler than I am, right? Yeah, something like that. I really enjoyed my conversation with Clint. I thought that was a really fun, thoughtful uh, chat about, you know, just just how to be like essentially being a fuckboy, but like being a more ethical fuckboy. This was the ethical slut version of talking about fuckboys, you know? Uh, Because, you know, as he says, at the core of it all, it's about respect and honesty, not conniving your way into pussy. So definitely go check out Clint on the socials. And I, I know he's got some cool projects in the works. And uh, definitely go check out his podcast, Advice from a Fuckboy. I think he's got like 200 episodes. So there's a lot of uh, not a lot of knowledge to sift through over there. Uh, of course, you can always follow me on the socials. You know where I'm at, right? I'm on Instagram at Billy is Prasita. No longer shadow banned. So... If you've ever tried to follow me, couldn't find me, uh, go try again. I'm back. Uh, but then, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Clubhouse. I'm on Facebook, all at the Billy Prasita. Uh, I, I don't normally uh, talk too much about the money stuff, but hey, if you've ever thought you wanted to give me a dollar or more, uh, all the ways you can donate to the the, the Billy escapes the basement fund uh the all the ways you can show your appreciation for the work that i'm doing here uh, are in the show notes of every episode down there you can always find my venmo my cash app my paypal uh the patreon link of course and uh you know if you've wanted to see me with less clothing on maybe you've wanted to hear me talk in a in a sexier tone if you just want to, if you're just curious about what the fuck Billy's putting on in OnlyFans, my OnlyFans is free to follow over at OnlyFans.com slash callmebilly. 
Last but certainly not least, yo, I don't forget to send me your COVID safer sex stories. I am so curious uh, how y'all got inventive over the last 12 months or so. Uh, so send me that email uh, to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Feel free to attach a voice memo version instead. Just please make sure you are in a fairly quiet room. Next week, I have a, a full change of pace. I've got on sex researcher, Dr. Kristen Mark. Um, but you know, until next week, everyone, stay safe, uh, stay sane. I can't wait to get a fucking shot in my arm. Oh, I'm so hyped. Ugh. <sighs> Feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Feels like I, I got an end in sight. All right, everybody. Stay slutty. It's the vibrator that has no equal. And now, Motor Bunny offers their thrusting sex machine, the Motor Bunny Buck. Enjoy a fan whore discount at manwhorepod.com slash motorbunny or use promo code manwhore at checkout.